from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Emily Woodbury. The August edition of Sauce Magazine is available now, and it features a review of the latest ramen noodle shop in town, several new wine bars, and a review of the very best Indian dishes at seven restaurants in town. And the latter was written by none other than the executive editor of Sauce Magazine, Mira Nagarajan, and Mira joins me now to talk about it. Hi, Hi. Mira. Thank Welcome you for back. having me. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yeah, and you are the a great person to do this feature because your family is Indian American. So, you know, you write that you grew up eating your mom's cooking. So, you know, this pr- hits pretty close to home, I would think. And, and maybe, um, I don't know, how, how would you say the restaurants in town compare to your mom's cooking? Is there anyone that makes... <laughs> no, my mom is the best like cook I know. And uh, being from South India, I think um, a lot of dishes that are South Indian dishes are tend to be harder to find, I, I think, in restaurants. And so I was excited to name a few places that are doing it really well. And what makes what describes some South Indian dishes that people might have had before? What, what makes it from that? Well, region? I think that if you're seeing um, maybe something a little bit spicier, uh, a lot of use of coconut, a lot of um, kind of more acidic and punchier dishes I find in the South. Uh, whereas, I mean, this is a very gross generalization, but I think that I think that's like one of the things that I take home when I'm thinking about Southern Indian food is just it's like spicier, punchier, a lot of coconut, a lot of tomato. Yeah. Okay. And can I ask who had the best South Indian dish? Well, in the region. Okay. I really loved at Turmeric, which is at 6679 Delmar in U City. They have a number of South Indian dishes. One of them is called Takali Rasam Broth. Rasam is a tomato-based soup. It's a kind of like a semi-clear tomato-based soup. And it's a typical dish that you eat in a South Indian home every day. And um, they also have dose, which is a fermented rice batter that they pan fry, kind of like a crepe, in a little bit of oil on a pan. And they do a version with potatoes stuffed inside, which is traditional, but they also use truffle oil, which is kind of a Western twist. And they also do a number of vegetable dishes. Their Kerala-style green beans and their sautéed okra both use coconut and curry leaves, which uh, I think is so reminiscent of the kind of dishes that my mom would cook at home, like a vegetarian vegetable dish would generally have those ingredients in it. And it would be a dry dry saute, which they do at Turmeric. And it's very good. And, you know, so seven restaurants and you have picks for what to order at each of them. I'm trying to think of how long did this take you? How many dishes did you try for this feature? <laughs> well, I tried a lot, but I also relied on my past experiences going to places with my mom, who has a very discerning palate. And but for this particularly, I did I did go to a number of places, especially flavors Indian cuisine. I went there several times because into pair yeah. into pair mm-hmm. yeah they're at uh, one two three five zero Manchester Road. I had to go back several times, and I really ate my way through that menu because everything was good. 
everything was good. Their paneer tikka masala, which is like a creamy tomato-based sauce with cubed cheese inside. And their mixed vegetables with like potatoes, carrots, and beans. Their raita, which is a yogurt-based sauce with shredded carrot and cucumber, is one of my favorite condiments. And I think theirs is one of the best in town. So I really had a fun time going through their menu because it was hit after hit. Everything there, I felt really confident was going to be good, and it was. Do you have any suggestions if people want um, a buffet, maybe a good lunch spot? What would be the best place to go to? You know, as far as buffets are concerned, House of India used to be my favorite buffet, but they suspended that during COVID. I think Taj Palace, which is at uh, on Chesterfield Airport Road, it, um, they have a buffet, I think, on the weekends. And I love that place. They also cater a ton of events, weddings, you know, big family events. I feel a lot of people turn to Taj Palace because they can do really good, consistently tasty food on a large scale. So it's no surprise to me that their buffet is really good. So I would recommend Taj Palace for that, for sure. I liked hearing um, your note in the piece about kind of when a place has the staples right, you know, they have really good fluffy naan, great lentil dishes, the raita sauce that you mentioned, and of course, just like well done rice. Is there a best in show, a place that really had those staples down, you think? I I mean, Flavors of India for sure, Taj Palace. I would also say House of India has all the staples down. They consistently win in our Reader's Choice poll, poll for Best Indian. And it's because they're so good on all on all the dishes that they do. I would also say Kanna's Desi Vibes, which is at 13724 Olive Boulevard in Chesterfield. They opened last year. I think that pretty much everything across the board there has been really impressive. And I really love their samosas. I love their naan. And I love their dal makhni, which I've written for the magazine. I've written it about it in the magazine a few times. And I think it's... It's really good. Dal makhni is black lentils and a tomato creamy kind of base sauce. And no Indian meal is is complete without dal. So they do that really well. Well, Mira, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You can check out Mira Nagarajan's piece in Sauce Magazine editorials. They're they're all around town at restaurants throughout St. Louis or saucemagazine.com. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.